0: Good morning, welcome to Emmet Audio, my voice is hoarse because I just uh, had to shout at the top of my lungs at the dogs to stop them from running after a deer that was in the middle of the road when we got to the usual dog walking place. <clears throat> Thankfully it was far enough away that they felt they couldn't get it, and Maisie the white dog would never run down a deer, but Will probably could run down a deer, and uh, I don't think she'd know what to do with it, but... She would disappear for a while, so I hollered and hollered and hollered. Now my voice is kind of shot. But they stopped within eyesight, so that was good. Um, What was I going to talk about today? Oh, yeah. So, I passed this house uh, driving here that always reminds me of this thing, which is this house has had... um, it's, it's undergoing major renovations, but as part of undergoing major renovations, they got it to a certain point and then have failed to push it all the way through to being done, which is to say that uh, about this time last year, they had restructured a wall, closed the wall back in, put in the windows, put up the I think they're using like red rosin paper. I don't know why they're using red stuff. At any rate, it's red, but it's like Tyvek or tar paper. And, um, And then they just haven't put siding on and painted it. It's clear that that's what they're going to do, and it's clear that they're doing all sorts of other things, but they just haven't done that. And at this point, it's starting to deteriorate. And it brings me to my point, which is that I think it's really valuable. I mean, obviously, we all know that it's valuable to finish what we started, right? Nobody needs to tell you that. But I think there's another way of thinking about it, which is that it's really valuable to work in small chunks and complete those small chunks uh, to push yourself to make sure that those small chunks are being completed. You don't have to be like, I must complete this before I start anything new, unless that's your thing and you need to do that in order to get yourself to do it. But thinking in terms of, uh, you know, open this can of worms, deal with it, close the can of worms as, as tightly as I can, allows me to stop anytime I need to with a reason, only a reasonable amount of effort to sort of close things up. And this is true of the work I do in the house, right? Where I like only tackle as much as I can handle in a couple days and like do it in a couple of days, consecutive days, and then close things up. And then, you know, I'll deal with the next problem the next year. Um, Instead of sort of, I could open up five different parts of the house that are real problems. And then they'd be sort of gaping problems. And sometimes it's important, you know, you have to be strategic about what to tackle first. When we were up um, in Maine at uh, my wife's family's camp, uh, we knew that the shower stall was rotten, and everyone was kind of thinking, oh, we'll deal with it next year, and I just had this realization, like, no, we need to tear it apart now, so that we know what we're dealing with for next year, and so that we can stop it from rotting further, and I'm so glad we did, because there was so much water in there that, you know, half of everything was rotten away, and... I feel much better having scraped everything out and hardened everything with wood hardener and sandwiched on new beams and tacked down fresh plywood. Now we know where we're starting from next year. But the point is that we didn't just leave it half done and then come back to it next year. We sort of got it buttoned back up. And when you work this way, when you you work in small bites, first of all, things never get so out of hand that um, that they start to deteriorate before you even finish them. Right? How many of us have seen like a house where clearly somebody was going to replace the siding and they got down as far as, you know, putting up fresh plywood and maybe putting on tar paper and then just stopped and that, that was 10 years ago and now they're in a worse spot than if they hadn't ripped everything apart to begin with. Or maybe not. You never know. But I know plenty of houses that are like that. The other reason why it's important to work in small chunks, come on dogs, is that it allows you to pivot quickly when life demands that you pivot. So, um, in, in a microcosm, here's a great example, right? Uh, I was splitting firewood at the camp this last week. Um, a bunch of pine trees had been taken down, I chainsawed up some rounds and busting them apart with a maul, and then I was hauling them up the slope And one by one, splitting them into fine kindling. And I also knew that we needed to go somewhere. And so I would do each one, one by one, and then pick it up and stack it. And that meant that when my wife came and said, okay, we're going, that I could pick it up and stack it and go. And I left the space as neat as I possibly could. I didn't have to come back later and stack the kindling. The kindling wasn't lying around on the ground. Like, imagine if I had just been splitting and splitting and splitting and splitting and splitting, and then it felt like uh, there was this whole other task of stacking that needed to happen. Then that may or may not have happened before we left. And then that kindling would have laid around the ground, and the bottom course of it would have rotted. And... That effort would have been lost, or it would have certainly felt like an additional project to then stack the kindling. But instead, because I was stacking the kindling as I was creating it, piece by piece, it was it was just done. Um, and as it turns out, there were many false starts, and so I was able to you know do four or five additional pieces in that way while I was waiting for everyone to get their act together, and got that much more stacked. Um, so when you need to be able to pivot and react quickly to life, completing things in small units, and obviously how small the units are, is going to vary depending on circumstance and what you're doing and all that. Completing things in small units and completing them as thoroughly as you can is really valuable because it allows you to shift what you're doing without any um, uh, penalty later on due to sort of failing to close something up or, or finish some part of a job. And I think spoons is a great example of this, right? Because uh, I find it really helpful to carve spoons one by one. I do not like carving large batches. For a while, I have been articulating this as, oh, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take me Uh, any less time to do them in batches, which is true, and uh, it's better for my brain to not do them in batches, also true, but I think, I haven't articulated this until now, but I think the thing that I actually really love the most about carving one spoon and then the next spoon from start to finish, axing all the way through, is that if I realize that I need to shift gears for the day, I don't have these half finished spoons hanging over my head. I just, you know, at the most I sort of finish up the spoon that I'm doing. If I have to put it aside, I'll put it aside. But like, it's just one thing. It's just a small amount that is unfinished instead of being, instead of being, you know, a whole bunch of spoons that got halfway through and then they have to sit around and get harder and harder, or maybe I bag them up. But even so they're kind of hanging over my head of when am I going to finish these spoons? I really dislike having things hanging over my head that I have to finish. Um, cause I've got enough to keep track of as is. So, give it a try. The next time you're doing something, um, think to yourself, you know, what's the smallest possible unit that I can complete here? All the way through to its finishing point. Um, you know, whether it's like, oh, here's another great example. I love washing dishes where I can wash them, give them a shake, and then either hang them up on the wall or put them in this, a uh, bunch of our silverware is up above the sink in a like slotted bottom container. So you can just wash it and then put it away. And it's amazing. I mean, a lot of our stuff isn't like that, but it's amazing when you can like wash the, what's that called? The colander. And just hanging on its peg on the wall right there. You don't even have to move. It's right there in reach. I love that because it feels like a gift to my future self that there's an action that I do not need to take in the future because it's already been done.